What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Dark Waters. I'm your host, Josh. Uh, it's Tuesday. I hope everyone had a great weekend. Um, mine wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. Did my uh, my first uh, tournament this season uh, at uh, Honeyway Lake with uh, New York KBF. And uh, I don't know. It was tough, man. Uh, I didn't get a lot of good time to pre-fish. I think you guys saw the video of me uh, trying to pre-fish and got hit by a blizzard. So it kind of cut my practice in short. But uh, I had a tough time. Water temps weren't exactly the best for as far as for me. Um, I think it was like between like 48 and 52, depending. And uh, I mean, I found them early in the morning. I thought I thought I had something, but uh, shit just fell apart. I mean, that's just part of the game, right? So uh, I don't know. It was uh, still a good time. It was good to see all the homies. Uh, didn't do horrible. I think it's like like 22nd or 26 out of a uh, 76. So I mean, I found fish. So I can't complain too much, but. Uh, Definitely would have liked to take $1,000 home that tournament, but uh, congrats to my friend uh, Bailey Ibert from uh, Serious Angler. He fished it. He won. Uh, he just he knows what he's doing, um, so I think we're gonna, he's going to come on the show tomorrow night, and we're going to talk. We're going to re, recap the uh, the tournament, but uh, yeah, man, it's just good, dude. It's just good to be back into the season. I got a tournament this weekend on Ida Lake. Uh, it's actually my first ter- ter- uh, tournament as a tournament director, so hopefully I don't fuck it up too bad, but uh, no, I'm looking forward to that. That's, one of my, that's my home lake, so... I've already got a pattern, or I got something going on right now. Uh, probably go out there practice on Thursday, and then uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, man, I got like tournaments every weekend from like now until like June fifth, and then I'm still trying to find a tournament that day. I might go out to uh, what St. Clair, do that. One. I don't know who, who, who the fuck knows. But uh, I'm excited. I hope you guys are all excited. Uh, let me know how you guys did this weekend. I'm not sure. It seems like everyone was kind of taking this weekend off. I know a lot of people were fishing, but I didn't see a lot of big tournaments or anything like that. But uh, uh, let me know what you got into. Uh, love to hear from you. Uh, but other than that, I'm not sure. Uh, look, guys, uh, to all my Northeast homies, uh, the Elite Kayak Fishing uh, Series starts May 8th, Cayuga. If you're in the Northeast, be there. I'm going to be there. It's going to be a good time. It's a great lake. That time of the year, it's going to be fucking fireworks. So, uh, dude, show up and uh, let's catch some big ones together. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited about that Northeast Trail. I'm trying to get everyone else all pumped up about it. So, uh Okay, tag me, hashtag, whatever it is, but let me know that you guys are uh, interested, and um, I look forward to seeing everyone. But uh, yeah, we'll move on. Uh, I'm not sure what's coming up the next few weeks. And, uh, I know we got some things going down south, but other than that, I don't know. Uh, I'm in my own little world right now. So uh, anyways, we'll just jump into this thing, guys. Uh, also, I got to thank my sponsors, my supporters, uh, Sticks Fishing, all you need in six rods. Uh, that's all I use is Sticks Rods right now, um, and I got no complaints, man. Um yeah, you know, I'm a big fan of their surface rod and then their uh, their number three hybrid. They're all numbered, so you know what rod it is. They're color coordinated for all you idiots out there who need that extra. I'm just kidding, but I'm an idiot, and so I need the help with the numbers and the color schemes. Uh, you know, I still read books with pictures in them. So, uh, but yeah, but that's that's that. You know, it's it's an easy setup. It's got everything you need. No more of that fucking around and trying to figure out what you you know. Pacific, you know, this kind of rod, that kind of rod, it's, it's all kind of broken down for you. Uh, you know, Nick, the informative fisherman and Travis Moran, they, they, they got a great thing going. I've been using the rods for about two years now. Big fan, big fan of them too. So make sure you check out their website as well. Not just the rods, but they got tons of educational shit on there. Uh, trying to make people better anglers. So if you're like me, mid pack, mediocre, this might be the best place for you. So, uh, go check out sticks fishing. Uh, use discount code sticks, or I'm sorry, discount code dark waters. Get yourself a discount. Uh, and it's a trial or to buy them, try them. So if you don't like them, you can send that shit back. But, uh, dude, great rods, man. Um, a lot of guys have been getting them, been using my discount code. They're, they're, they're satisfied. So, uh, had anyone tell me to, uh, eat shit. So, uh, that's a good sign. But, uh, also check out X Zone Lures. 
capital D, capital W, 15. Get yourself some discounts, some badass plastics. Dude, their color schemes are, are insane. Um, I, I don't even know who I buy them for. I don't know if I buy them so I can catch fish or I can buy them. I can look at them all the time. But I, I love their plastics. Uh, big fan of their swimmers. Uh, their uh, finesse worms, the deception worm, things like that. I, I've been having a lot of success, especially in the drop shot. Um, but yeah, man, love their shit. Check them out. Uh, Rogue Fishing Company, don't lose your shit this year. Uh, discount code Darkwaters. Don't be a fool. Don't let, don't let your don't don't be talking to your wife and all of a sudden your cell phone falls and goes to the bottom of the lake. She's gonna think something's funny's going on. Don't put yourself in that situation. So, like I said, use discount code Darkwaters. Get yourself a discount on some gear saving shit. Uh, that's it, guys. Uh, I mean, obviously check out uh, Slay Nation tournament series. They got they got tournaments everywhere. Big boat kayak series, whatever. Um, bending branches. They hooked me up pretty good this year. They make the best the best paddle in kayak fishing or best paddle ever. Um, that's it, guys. I think they did a good job. Yeah. Anyways, uh, my next guest, Cody Milton. We all know him. He's been on the show before. I hadn't talked to him since uh, last fall. Just wanted to catch up with him. I don't even know what it, this conversation was just whatever. We were talking, all of a sudden we were on bed fishing for a while, and then we're talking. I mean, whatever. We did a, a you know his tournament season so far this year. Blah blah blah, all over the place. But it's Cody Milton. Uh, it's just it's just just great talking to the guy. But uh, man, he's, he's an awesome angler, awesome dude. Um, he's already kind of had a pretty good season compared to last. That's kind of what we got went over. But uh, dude, just a cool guy. Uh, make sure you follow him on Instagram and all his other uh, big platforms. But uh, and that guy's really got nothing else. Um, not off the top of my head. Uh, you know, make sure you guys are tagging me. Make sure you're shotgunning beers. Uh, make sure you guys are having fun. And uh, dude, I hope the season's been great so far. But anyways, I'm out of here, guys. Have a good one. Ciao. Cody, long time no see. How are you? Good, man. How you been? Good. D dude, uh, how funny is this? You've been fishing what doing tournaments what since January, right? Yeah, roughly. Yeah, yep. I do my first tournament in upstate New York tomorrow. The, yeah, the ice is finally thawing out. I guess. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> it was funny. I was pre-fishing yesterday, and I and I got caught in a blizzard. <laughs> yeah, we actually had some snow in Arkansas just I think this week. So. Yeah. Um, not my way, but we did here, like, I don't know, probably two, two hours north of here. Yeah. But yeah. not, not like you got up there. Oh, it was bad. Like I was pre-fishing. Yeah. You know, I never, I never fished this late before. It's about an hour and a half away. And I get out there, I just, you know, had some spots I wanted to go look at. And I got about halfway down the lake and then the wind picked up. And then I saw like this just wall of snow coming at me. I'm like, shit. <laughs> and, so, and so it became like a safety thing. Like, like we got to get out of here. And so, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and it took us like 30 minutes to to move like you know a little bit over half a mile but still it was uh it, it, it that's how it is it's like down south yeah. things start I, faster up here. A, i think i've seen a wall of snow like one time on the water so <laughs> it's not a common <laughs> occurrence yeah well it's funny you watch it come but you also watch the waves come with it like it's like a a wall of sh just danger coming at you it was, yeah uh, it was, like, awesome. I, I was scared for a little bit and then you know the, the kayaks these days are built so good that stability oh, yeah. wasn't a problem but in my mind i'm just like i gotta be careful i gotta be careful <laughs> <laughs>
So you've been busy, uh, you know, last two tournaments. A lot of fishing. Yeah. A lot of fishing. Texas, uh, Darnell, a lot of things yep. going on. Uh, but what have you been up to in general? I guess I think the last time I talked to you was sometime right before the end of the season last year. Uh, yeah. a lot of, you know, I don't know what's changed for you. I know you got a haircut. You look yeah, a lot right. different. Uh, so, so, you know, I don't know what, you know, anything new, anything different before we really get into this? Man, not really. Um, honestly, uh, yeah, the year's kind of started off probably as busy as any of them would, you know, I would say. So it's, um, and I've enjoyed it. Like, I, honestly, it's, I, I don't have anything going tomorrow. And I was, I was looking, there's a local tournament like an hour and a half away. So I might, I may end up fishing a tournament tomorrow. You know, I was, <laughs> I'm, I'm missing it my one week off. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, this year, like, it's already seen this be, you know, because last year was really funny, like, um, yeah, it, you know, obviously the, the COVID thing, but and, and not, 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 you know, not taking anything away from anyone, but like, just everything was just different. Like, I was looking at the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the ten this year, um, and I was like, God, I, don't, I really don't know a lot of those people. I um, mean, I was thinking about the last year. I was like, oh man, there was like the, the traveling restrictions and all these things. It's like things just changed. And then, like, you know, all of a sudden, like when Texas happened, and I saw the lineup, and I saw like who the top ten, top fifteen were. I'm like, oh. <laughs> There we go. We're back to normal. Uh, everyone, everyone's going back to what they're doing, you know, what they know best. And like, you know, it was just like, it was a who's who's list, uh, especially in Texas, you know, with you, Matthew oh, yeah. Scotch, Jody Queen, Christy, like, it was just like, wow, th- there it is. Like, it's like uh, now, now I'm starting to feel like things are getting back to like the way they used to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, you know, we, and, you know, like the, you know, your tournament, like you said, what your first tournament's coming up here. And, you know, I know a lot of people, you know, north of Tennessee, that's still true. So I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people hadn't got the hadn't got the hit go yet. I would say, yeah. but yeah, it's been good down here so far. Um, yeah, I would say we, you know, obviously that tournament down in the Trinity, I, I've I've been to probably I don't know, I would say three tournaments where I would say a spawn's been that hit on the head on a really quality waters, you know. Yeah. Uh, but that was one of them. Yeah, I was I was kind of sad to miss out on uh, miss out on some of those giants, but it was an awesome week down there in general. A lot of there was a lot of big ones caught. Yeah, and it seemed like you guys had a really good time. It seemed like it was like mm-hmm. a big reunion of uh, of sticks getting together, eating yeah, out. Yeah, it was pretty and, cool. And, yeah. Well, like, so was it? Was it down there in Trinity? Was it was it was it the actual spawn going on? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like honestly, um, you know, kind of being a river guy, I probably messed up. Like I wasn't anywhere around where all those giant bags were being caught. You know, I was up in some skinny water, like messing with some you know three and four pounders. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but no, dude, there were so many fish to be caught. Like I spent a lot of time fishing, like just in downtown Metroplex of Fort uh, Fort Worth. Um, it was like 30, 50 fish days, you know, on a top water or whatever you wanted it to be on, really. So it was cool. I really hope they go down. You know, I hope we get to go back there sometime soon. It was fun. Now, was it your first time down there at Trinity? So I actually, I, I lived in Fort Worth for probably about two years, I guess. So I lived okay. like actually on the lower Trinity, I guess they would call it. I don't even really know. I lived in Arlington for a little while there. So I had like, I had fished like golf course, you know, I fished golf course ponds off the, yeah. off the Trinity, but no, not really. It was the first time actually kind of getting after it out there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, it looked like a great time. Like everything I've seen from it, you know, the whole Fort Worth thing was just like, Oh yeah, it was cool. That, that might've yeah. been one of the top events of the year, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. as far as like, like not just the numbers, but just like the, uh, it's just like one of those things. Like, man, I really wish I was down there for that because like, everyone yeah. was just having a great. Like, every, I, I didn't see any sad faces or, or anything no, like that. No, no, there was there was a lot of fish caught, a lot of fish caught every day. Yeah. And then what was uh, Darnell like? Did you uh, 
I mean, that's, that's pretty close to you, right? Yeah, it is. Like, it was, um, I think it's about, you know, an hour and a half to, you know, two and a half hours away, depending on what part of the lake and, you know, or river you go to. But, um, and yeah, I would say uh, it was a little different than, you know, I anticipated the whole week even going for me, I guess. Um, I've spent a lot of time in Darnell in, in my life. Um, but in all honesty, like very little during the spawn and they were spawning really big. Like, I, I mean, I'd saw spawning fish in some of the oddest areas I've ever seen spawning fish in my life. You know, it's like every spring, like I make it the point to like take a picture of like some of the weirdest places you see a fish spawning. And it was like, it would, Darnell was one of them, man. They were spawning in like eight, nine foot of water on pole timber that would break off like just under the surface. No, um, let me ask you. It was like, pretty interesting. Is there, yeah, yeah. You know, like, have you heard like any reason why they why they decide to do stuff like that because sometimes it happens up here too sometimes like the uh with like with our crazy weather pattern up yeah. here you know like i mean because our poor fish they don't get to spawn until may and then sometimes yep. may can be you know we're going into may may 1st and we're still at water temps that are between like uh and we're between like 46 and 52 like they're ready like, like i remember like last year when they were when we were getting ready to spawn like it was a, I feel like it was a late spawn, but it's like yeah. it, it, at some point they're like, screw it, we're spawning now, and yeah. so they they moved up and they or some of them were spawning in deeper waters than normal, uh, you know whatever. They, they, it was like it's like they found yeah. a way to make it happen. Yeah. Um, is it similar to that down there? You know, not really. No, I you know, and I was actually I was talking to somebody about this the other day. We were trying talking more about the fall up north than the spring up north, but it's like, in my opinion, it's like. Because I've fished a lot of, like, I love fishing northern strain largemouth way up north. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's it really is a lot of fun. It's the one of the, the biggest things I see is like, you know, you read about a textbook spring or like a yeah. textbook spawn, you know, textbook fall, dude. I find that so much more up north than I do down in the south, and I think it's because. Kind of like what you were talking about. Everything has to happen immediately. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, I know one of the last times I was at lacrosse, like we were weeks away from it being frozen over. And it was probably the most like iconic fall water bite I'd ever seen. Cause you know, it had to be, you know, it's like down here, like, yeah, I mean, our, our fish have already been spawning for, you know, six weeks now. I've probably been sight fishing or longer, you know, I mean, going into like the second week of March probably, um, so yeah, it's different. No, it's so much more day to day. I feel like with down okay. here, yeah, like like it's like one day you're still snapping jerk baits like on stuff, and then the, you know it, the conditions are right to go bed fishing all day the next day. Um, but which it kind of makes it a little trickier, almost. I feel like, um, but I don't know. Um, and Dardanelle was a little bit that way. Like it's the same. You know, we had like a 38 degree morning. I think that last day, and like there were still fish that really were spawning. Like, I caught a frog in the morning in like 38 degree water, you know, you know, not 38 degree water, but temperature wise, um, water was still, you know, in the sixties, but, um, yeah, I mean, it was, but at the same time, you know, it was still like, you had so much going on. Like I ended up dragging Carolina rigs and stuff, you know, in, in football jigs on road beds, like all kinds of stuff. You could have done it all, but, um, yeah, it's definitely, I think it's a lot different. I, I approach, I approach those Northern fisheries and Southern fisheries a little differently like that. I don't know. Yeah, cause, I mean, honestly here yeah. it's like, you can almost, you can't really time it, but like you know when they're spawning because for like a week, the yeah. bite's just really hard, and you and you really have to go. And, and, and it does differ from like lake to lake because you know we got some lakes yeah. that are that are a little bit whatever. Like I mean, it just New York's a weird state. Like one mm. part of it's frozen, the other part's not frozen, uh, and so like, but it's, you can tell like like the, the bite kind of shuts off, and then you really got to go out there and you know maybe catch them on beds and stuff like that. But yeah. it happens. It happens when like a week, a week and a half, two weeks, just that spawn. 
Yeah. Um, and, and that's it, you know. And like I remember yeah, going down in Florida, uh, yeah, they would they would spawn for like two, three oh, months. months. Yeah. Months, you yeah. know, they would have like a pre, you know, the first spawn, the second spawn, whatever. Yeah. But up here, it's like they really just come down to like they got a week or two to get it done. And I think yeah. it's because our winters last so long. It's just like okay, we got yeah. these eggs, we got to get rid of them. Uh, yeah. But it, it's you know, it's 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 different though. I mean, like I yeah. you know, we really don't, don't think about it a lot, but like our you know, like our spawns a lot different than what goes on down in Florida and our pre-spawn. Mm-hmm. It's a very short like our, everything for us is like a short window, and then summer happens. Like we got this long <laughs> yeah. winter, we got this kind of pre-spawn that happens, and then our pre-spawn they rush into spawn because they've been waiting for so long, and then just like that, it's like a summer bite. Yep. No, I mean, I, 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 I really experienced that. I really have. Um, yeah. But um, no, it's it's and it's weird. I mean, it's you know, I don't know. I, I've I've been up there before too. Like whenever the pike start spawning too, it's like <laughs> it was so difficult to catch those spawners. I've Dude, can you can you, uh, you know, one th- I live I live close to a place where they, where the pike do spawn, and you can yeah. literally you can smell it when they're oh, spawning. Really? Yeah, it just it's yeah. a, it just yeah, it smells like pike. It's it's it's, yeah. it's, it's nasty. Yeah. Um, but you know, another thing was interesting, like, you know, those fish I was talking about that were spawning like an eight, nine foot of water. Um, you know, that being said, you know, they dropped the water level two foot and I, I saw so many eggs on the tops of trees, like during oh, the wow. actual event. Yeah. It was like, it wasn't even funny. So it's like, you know, did those, or those fish are probably going to pull back up and spawn again almost, you know? Yeah. So it's, I don't know. The, like those fisheries where it's like they drop the water and stuff a lot, like Tennessee River, you know, Arkansas yeah. River or something. I don't know. Maybe it's like you're not. Some days they really want to spawn, and it's is it actually happening? You know, I don't know. Right. So, but yeah, yeah. I never think about that because I don't do a lot of fishing down in those areas. Like up here, mm-hmm. like most of my most of my lakes are natural lakes. They're the glacier mm-hmm. lakes or whatever. Uh, we don't have a lot of you know whatever. Like they, there's not a lot of level changes in the lakes that yeah. I fish, and so. We don't have all of those like those same issues. Like I, I honestly, when I go fishing, unless I'm fishing the river, I never worry about uh, water levels unless there's been like a flood yeah. or like a uh, a drought, which you know obviously it's been a drought or anything like that. But still, like yeah. we never really, our fish never really. We don't have like those big dramatic changes like that. Yeah, yeah. No, and it, it makes it. I mean, I was ch- definitely checking the water level. You know, every, I don't know every four or five hours, like even in practice, just to see. Um, I think the most ever dropped in a day was probably like just under two foot, but I mean, it dropped, you know, almost two foot in a day. Yeah. Now does that shut, does that shut them down at all? Like, like, like when you have like a dramatic change like that and like, like, you know what I mean? Cause like, I mean, I've I've talked to like Josh Stewart one time and whatever happened, like he was literally fishing on a playground uh, because the water levels (laughs) raised so much. Like he's like, he's like looking down there. Yeah. He was like fishing like on a, on a swing set or some shit. Uh, you know, and yeah, I mean, like when we have like big dramatic changes in like the habitat like that, like does, does it take long for like the fish to kind of really adapt to that, or, or is it just instantly They're like, oh, you know, we're gonna we're you gonna know, go sit on this, you know? I don't know. I always say like, you know, I don't know, like when drastic things happen or whatever, it always makes pretty you know, pretty pretty good spots usually. Like you know, like drastic conditions usually you know create really good areas or a really good spot um they're usually hard to find almost you know but i don't know yeah i mean high water creates some pretty cool places like i remember years ago probably i don't know probably 13 14 years ago we uh the lake rose here on one of our local lakes rose like 23 foot or something and uh yeah and we were you know taking like a 30 minute idle into the back of a golf course i mean they were catching close to 20 pounds on a golf course so I mean, it's just like thing, you know. I don't know. It creates different ways to catch them, you know, and you know, different ways to find them. So 
I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it makes it difficult, you know, especially when it happens overnight in a tournament. But I don't know. I don't mind practicing in really high water if it stays, you know, right. sim, you know, pretty similar, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know, since you were talking, you know, you guys were seeing them spawning. Like, it's always been like a – because, you know, I, I've tried fishing beds, you know, like, one time last year. Like, me and my buddy, we, we started pre-fishing. It was a good small like, – we, we were finding smallmouth on beds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we beat them up. Um, yeah, but when I say beat them up, it's just like whatever. Like we, we found a bite, we found a winning bite. Um, he decided to go north. I decided to stay south. Um, he ended up winning the tournament. I ended up coming in almost last. Uh, it, 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 was a, it was a really weird situation because like the wind chain. You know, I thought I could, I thought I could get my fish within like the first two three hours. Um, before the wind really kicked in and, and, and kind of like it made me blind once the wind came in. And, and when that happened, I didn't have a plan after that. You know, it's just like, well, shit, now yeah. what do I do? Uh, yeah. But he stayed up in the north end where the wind really wasn't hitting him. Um, but the thing is, even though he won and it was a, you know, we had a three fish limit, he literally only caught three fish. So for, yeah. you know, seven to eight hours, he sat there and, yep. he, and, he, and, he, and he, and he, and that's where he, that's what he put all his eggs in one basket. Um, yep. and, and so one of the things like, you know, like I hear a lot of people like, you know, like targeting, you know, fish on beds. I'm like, you know, as a competitive angler, like you know, that's it, it's a very to me it feels like a very risky uh, move. Like, I mean, there's big reward in it, but it's also like a lot. Like you you could fail horribly. Uh, yeah. You know, fishing that way. Like, what what do you think about like you know as far as a tournament? I'm talking I'm talking about strictly tournament fishing, not just having fun, but like going out there and trying to yeah, win a tournament. No, what are your um, thoughts on like bed fishing? I mean, I mean, I, in all honesty, I mean, it, like I was, it plays a big part of a lot of my spring tournaments. Um, I mean, if you know the behavior of a fish, like, I mean, it, it, you don't necessarily, you really don't even have to catch them in practice. Like, I mean, you can watch one for, you know, honestly, not even that long. And it, I mean, in my opinion, if you've caught enough of them, kind of have an idea if it'll be catchable. And I don't, I mean, on the other hand though, yeah, I mean, those fish get messed with a lot, especially like, down here, we're already starting to, you know, we're already kind of starting to get into the fry garters where that same fish has been there for like three or four weeks, you know. Right. So, I mean, those fish get difficult in my opinion. But, man, those fresh waves, dude, I mean, I'll, I'll spend a lot of time. Like, I mean, like, I mean I've, I've won, you know, really good tournament sight fishing. But, I mean, more times than not, I probably hadn't caught every fish sight fishing. But, I mean, I like to, I like to know I have one or two. Um, it it kind of gives me a reason to stay in an area almost. Um, if I, you know, if I know I have that close to go back to, oh, so, but, you, so you're saying what you're saying is that you pick them up pretty easy, right? Like, I mean, I like, mean, like, not what, necessarily. What? I just think that like some people think of easy differently, you know, it's okay. like, like, I don't necessarily think it's 40 minutes as being a long time to spend for a okay. fish. That's what I mean. You yeah. differ. That's See, what, and I think that I was say, yeah, and that's the thing, you know, I really don't like, that's not all that long. Like a lot of times it'll take 15 minutes before it's settled in to really even be able to fish for it. In my right. opinion. Yeah. I don't know. So what do, what do you think yeah. the, like, the approach was like, like, my, like my, I think my problem with it is like, I, I don't have the enough, whatever. I'm still like, like the time's ticking, the time's ticking and you're sitting yeah, you watch yep. this fish. Oh, because like, you know, the first thing yeah. that happens, you show up and you might even spook it a little bit. And so you, you yep. start, you know, you start throwing your things and it like it, it ignores it or it runs off and, but comes back, yep. you know, all these different things. Like it's a, I don't know. I, I've never really gotten good at it. I've caught them on beds, but it's not something I, um, you know, I, that yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go fish beds tomorrow when it's tournament. It's not something that I do, but like, yeah. what, what do you do? Like, I mean, is it something like where you like? Because Adam Rice is pretty good at sight fishing. I, I, yeah. I want to talk. You know, I'll try to talk to him about it. But uh, you know, it's forty minutes to an hour and a half in a tournament. Like, and you know, other people are finding fish other places. Like, 
is it just it's something you know that you can make happen? Like, what are, what are some of the signs you know, like when to uh, when to bail or when a fish doesn't want anything to do with you? Like, I mean, how do you like? What are these things that you see that kind of trigger you? I mean, the, I, the biggest rule of thumb I tell anybody is if it'll actually stay there, it's a hundred percent catchable. Okay. I think that's the biggest like basic rule you could tell anybody. Um, and, and I mean, probably a lot of people honestly start changing baits too much. Like it's a really good thing to change baits a lot. And then whatever it kind of reacted to just stick with it for the next 20 or 30. Cause it, it's a lot easier to just get a fish mad at one bait instead of, you know, going through a couple pockets full of it almost. Um, yeah. That in, you know, man, you said something too, like, you just, especially talk about spooking them initially. Um, yeah. One of the best things you can do is to not fish. <laughs> it's like probably one of the best thing you can do is actually being comfortable with you still being there and it, you know, and it knowing where it wants to be at that time too. Um, it's hard to catch them when they're not on the bed. It's pretty much impossible in my opinion. So, I mean, if you, unless you can get it comfortable with you being there and staying on the bed, it is really all but impossible. Yeah. Now, what do you think but, is like, what are some of like the baits? What are your go-to baits for like um, like bed fishing? Like, I mean, is it is it? A tr- I mean, treble hooks you got to be careful with, right? Because of snagging yeah. and things like that. Um, you know, I, I was really successful. Like, I would take a um, like a shaky head and I'd cut the bait in half, make it really really mm-hmm. small, and I had a lot of success with that. But I mean, also, but I was also uh, shooting for like smallmouth, and they get angry really quick. Um, they do, yeah. And then and like like with largemouth, the largemouth will kind of like pick it up and like. Get rid of it, but like a, a small mouth, like they're pissed off. Oh, like yeah, they, yeah, yeah, it's different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, throwing Ned rigs for like small mouth on beds is pretty hard to beat, and it's pretty yeah. hard to beat for large mouth, too, in all honesty. Yeah, yeah, um, I know it's, yeah. it's a big risk reward. I mean, like I said, my friend up north won it, and I, I, I pretty much came in last place, you know, trying to do the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it's just it's a difficult thing to like. I, I think commit to because I mean at the same yeah. time you know like you know if you're looking at because you know not all fish spawn at the same time so you know mm-hmm. if I'm looking at a fish that's spawning I know there's a lot more fish behind me as well you know what I mean it's yeah yeah no and I mean and that's the thing it's like you know honestly wacky rigging and frogging just while you're waiting for it to be comfortable like I mean you can do you can kind of do a lot of that too um, or I yeah. mean I will I'll mix that in some okay but. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I would love to like really break it down because, like, I think spawning fish, you know, it's they, you could you can catch the biggest fish of your life fishing like that. Oh uh, yeah, the same no. time, it's, You know, at the same time, let me ask you. What about like, because um, you know, one of the things that, I, that I've learned is like just because a fish looks big on the spawning, you know, when they're spawning, doesn't mean it's a big fish. Like, and like, yeah, that was yes. one of the things that you, you know, like. Yeah. You got to be careful, you know what I mean? Because, like, you're sitting here, you're yeah. spending, you know, an hour, two hours trying to catch this fish, and it ends up being, like, a 16, 17-inch fish. Is that worth is that, is that worth an hour, an hour and a half of your time when you're in the tournament? Like, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things when you look at a fish. Like, if you're going to go bed fishing or uh, sight fishing, you kind of want it's – like, it's like hunting almost, and you see a bunch of deer coming. It's like, I'm yeah. going to wait, and then you see the big one. Like, that's the one I want. Like, I'm not shooting – you know what I mean? It's, it's like yeah. – is that kind of a strategy that you guys kind of – Oh, um, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I remember I was on Lake Fork. I, I like the, the same tournament I won, you know, last year solely sight fishing. Like I was on that same tournament, you know, four week, four or five weeks ago, and I was sight fishing for like a 15, 16 inch fish, you know, and it, just to like fill a limit. And I was like, hey, this is like, you know, not even fair compared to last year. Right. Um, yeah. So, no, yeah, it was difficult. Like somebody around me was just like, man, calm down. It's like 930. It'll be all right. <laughs> uh, you know, so, yeah. It, um, it's hard to do that. I mean, but at the same time, you know, you kind of know what kind of angler you are. And if you need a few of those fish to calm you down, it's probably a good thing to pick a few of them off. 
um, if you can. But I don't know. Yeah, I would say the basic rule of thumb, if that thing will hang around long enough, you know, for you to actually keep baits and stuff in there, uh, the fish is catchable. Yeah. Bottom line. (laughs) Let me feel like it's like to kind of understand this because like a lot of fish that I saw and the the ones that I I got frustrated with is like I would throw it. It it, it might come investigate a little bit, but then it Mm -hmm. does like this really long – swim around and it, it would it would do it like uh like a routine almost you know if i watched yeah. it, it it stayed really close but if i threw something down it did a, it did like a longer loop yeah. and then came back um and then if i was still there it would do another long loop and then come back um but you know it, you know it, that, that was like the frustrating thing because a lot of times i didn't even know if it was going to come back you know what i mean like i mean yeah. it, they always do but at the same time yeah. it's just like you know what, what am one i doing thing, here yeah one thing i mean you a lot of times, uh, especially those big females, they'll have like a secondary safe spot. Yeah. It's not necessarily on the bed. And I've kind of learned if the fish really wants to be on the bed and you block that like secondary area, like you said, she kind of had like a route she liked to do every time. Right. I've kind of learned if you block that route or like block that area she likes to go to secondary, like kind of, um, it'll make her sometimes lock on more. Um, or leave completely. <laughs> how did you learn that? Like, how did you learn that? Because yeah, I've never heard anyone say that before. Like, watching a fish a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like. I used to play golf a lot, and there's a lot of big fish on golf. So you know, like golf courses. So yeah. you uh, you get to like, you know, get, like you know, go hit your ball next to the golf course and watch a bunch of you know spawning females do some stuff. <laughs> but yeah, no, I love like it's one of my favorite times of the year is to actually watch you know fish spawning. Yeah. Now, have you ever, uh, have you ever like tried to fish spawning fish like blindly? I know a lot of people, some people will do that. Um, what, what are some of the things that like, I mean, like I, I wouldn't even know how to do that. Like it's far, I mean, like I obviously look Usually, for places that look like yeah. they want to spawn, but like, what do you, I mean, like that's one of those things where, where you throw in a swim bait type thing. And, 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 and I in mean, in my just, opinion, um, I don't, I feel like that some of the only times you can't see beds is when it's actually really, really dirty. Um, and usually when that's the case, they're usually spawning so tight the cover that you can fish the cover really tight. Um, that's kind of, that's what I've always found. Okay. So it's, Um, I mean, if you you, you can figure out where it's at, like they're probably going to bite because they're not moving very much. Yeah. I mean, maybe the only other extreme would that be, would be like really, really clear water where you could sit back and wacky worm or something. But yeah, that'd pretty much be it. It's like. Usually, if I can't see them spawning, they're usually either shallower than I think they are, or they're really stuck to spawning on wood or something. Right. All right, cool, man. I don't. I, I wasn't even planning on talking about that tonight, but it just know, <laughs> we, we, somehow we got on that. But uh, you know, what else, like, dude, like, have you made any changes to your rig? I mean, I mean, I was looking at some of your pictures, and it looks like you've uh, you've kind of lightened things up just a little bit compared to what you, yeah. you had on last year. And I was curious, like, you know, what changes you made because that's a it's a big thing that you know, like, mm-hmm. I've been looking at this year. You know, like I mean, some people are putting more, you know, screens on their, their on their on their boat. And I think you did that last year. I think you were the first person. Oh shit! All right. Well, we lost Cody for a second. <laughs> All right. Well, cheers.
right. But sorry about this, guys. I think Cody fell off the planet. Can you hear me? You fell off the planet. Yeah, you fell off the planet, bro. <laughs> Phone died. <laughs> uh, no worries. No, but I was saying, like, I remember last year you were one of the first people I saw that was putting like a dual screen on there. And yeah. I was, I was yeah. looking at your, uh, whatever. I can't remember how I saw it. I saw your rig. It looked it was a little bit lighter. And a lot of people are doing different things and things are getting crazy. Like, you know, what changes have you made this year? Um, man, honestly, I don't think I've ran a transducer. I don't think I've ran a transducer since. Florida. I guess I ran one in South Carolina some. Yeah, I haven't ran a transducer in close to four weeks, I guess. Um, I mean, that, you know, in, I mean, that being said, like, I'm, I'm also, I fished out of three different, or three or four different boats. I think I fished out of a Hobie Outback at Broken Bow and, you know, did pretty good there. And um, I fished out of Frontier in South Carolina. Um, and, like, and that, you know, did really good in that too. But yeah, I fished out of a pro angler the last two weeks, I guess. Um, but I, you know, so yeah, I've been, I've kind of been switching it up a little bit. Um, like, yeah, I've ran a GPS, but I haven't actually had a transducer on at all. Um, you know, it, it's I, so funny. Like, I, like, yeah, cause this is what this is saying. I'm, I'm bringing someone else and we're really getting depth in it. But we'll talk about this a little bit. Like, like how, like simplicity is like, I think it's like something that I'm learning to like, kind of, kind of, kind of like, like, mm -hmm. all right, like you're, you're trying too much you're doing too much because like, I'm listening to some of the best anglers in, in, in our little sport, whatever, you know, you and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Ryan Lambert and especially like, you know, uh, Adam rise, like, and, like, you know, I'll hear what you guys got to say. And it's like, he took four rods out, didn't have a fish finder and <laughs> damn near won the tournament. You know what I mean? It's just like these things. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you know, like, you know, I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning. I'm going to drive two hours to my tournament. I'm going to put all eight rods up, all my gear. I'm going to put up my, uh, you know, my, my fish finder with down view, side view, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to go out there and try to fish and win a tournament. And then, you know, I see, you know, you haven't used a transducer in four weeks. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, uh, what do you think about all this? I mean, like, you think sometimes it's like we got more than what we need, but it's also good to have it when we need it. So, like, how do you look at, like, all the different things that are going on with how we're setting our kayaks these days with like, you know, the, the, the multiple monitors, the, mm -hmm. the different motor systems that we got going on now. Like how, how do you view all of it now that you've kind of like played around with it? Man, I think it's a lot. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think the, like my answer to that's a lot it went about the, like my same answer to a lot of fishing questions is I just don't think you can be in between on either, you know, it, you can't be yeah. in between on them. Um, it, it's it's just like such a sport of extremes. Like I feel like right. you either almost need to be running 360 with a live scope to you know see what is following that patch of bait you see, right. or you're almost better off just kind of knowing there's a lay down there and fishing it without making a sound the entire time. Um, that that's the way I look at it. In all honesty, <laughs> about that. Stuff. Honestly, I mean, that's probably one of the best answers I've gotten because you know like. <laughs> yeah. Because like you know like uh you know one of the lakes I fished last year was a uh, Lake George, which Lake George is like a mm -hmm. kind of a it's a deeper lake, you know. It's got a lot of deep, you know. It's it's, it's a really good place to offshore fish. Uh, you know, it's got a few creeks, but nothing like you guys got down south and things like that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like last year it was like August, and you know we were all struggling. And the guys who won it, you know, day one and day two both had the uh, panoptics and and, and uh, yeah. you know those sites. And it's just like, and they and they caught everything off drop shots and you know, things yeah. like that. And it's like, 
it was a hard bite for everyone else, but those guys were the ones that figured it out. And not only did they have that, they also had Spotlock or they had the yeah. motor guy. It's just like at some point, it's, it's like, you know, people can you know, say what they want to say. Like, these things don't make a difference. I'm like, no, they absolutely do make a difference yeah. when, when the time's right. I'm not saying that's, no, that's the thing. Yeah. And I mean, I think kayaks are a lot the same way. I mean, like I still like there's not the perfect kayak for any one person or any one river, you know, system, anything. Um, yeah. And I mean, I mean that, you know, I don't know. Um, it, it, we, we've had a, I know broken bow was the broken bow on Hobie was one where I know pan optics played a pretty big role for some people. Um, but at that, at the same time, you know, I mean, it wasn't one, you know, doing that. And then, you know, there's a lot of people that were just blind cranking the bank too. Right. Um, so yeah, no, I don't know. I, I just, I really think you're going to see some anglers that really, are really good at doing it. I mean, and that's the thing. Have to, I know a lot of people that have it that don't necessarily even love it, you know, or, right. you know, have, you know, maybe spend enough time to doing it to know how to get those fish to react, you know, right. to when they are following and stuff. So I don't know. It's still fishing. I mean, it might make you stay somewhere a little longer, you know, or not go right. somewhere, but yeah, it's still fishing. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I've kind of chose to take the backseat on it a little bit this year, but part of that's just kind of the time of the year too. I mean, you know, right. kind of your eyes are your best live scope, you know, in 64 or 65 degree water for the most part. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see how big a role it plays, you know, in that post spawn bite. Right. Uh, especially like down south. Like we haven't really seen a lot of guys have it in the kayak world for that deeper ledge bite when, you know, there's still guys kind of getting it done shallow. So right. I'm interested to see how it does during that time of the year. Yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good point because like, I mean, during like the, you know, the pre-spawn, the spawn, like we, we, we kind of got an idea where they're at, like they're, yeah. or where they, or they, where they want to go uh, and, and, and what routes they want to take to get there. I think, yeah, that's a really good point. Like, uh, you know, when shit starts getting hard, that's when you kind of need that extra help. You know, when you start getting to like the dog days of summer, yep. uh, the fish are deep or they're extremely, sh- you know, whatever, they're, they're, they're hiding right. under uh, right. mats and stuff like that. And so to go out there and get an offshore bike to get the, you know, the winning fish, yep. I'm not saying like, I'm not saying you have to have it, but I, I know that there's people out there who are complaining that they have it. Yeah. That's actually a really good point. I think, I think it what it's going to come down to. It's like, it just depends on the time. Of, like, they're, they're tools and like, and knowing when they utilize yeah. a tool. What I like about you guys is like, you guys know when not to even bother putting it on. Like I'm one of those guys, if I have it, it's got to go in my boat. You know what I mean? If I, if I got, like, <laughs> right. like, every time I go out, it's like, I'm going out for like, the worst firefight of my life. You know what I mean? I got, <laughs> I got a tank, I got, you know, nukes, whatever I need to win this firefight. And, you know, I watch you guys. It's like, he takes two fishing poles and no fish finder and hasn't put yeah. a transducer boat in four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so what is like a minimum that you like to take out right now like especially during this time of year like what, what are some like it's just, so one of the things that i started doing so i thought you know I'll, I'll take a lot of stuff out when i go pre-fishing and now it's like okay if i didn't use this stuff in pre-fishing i probably yeah, don't need this yeah. now it's one of the things i've been trying to do because you because like i said i take yeah. in the past i take everything out with me mm-hmm. you know what i mean i took the whole armory i'm like you know one, one and, and try to figure out what I'm gonna do. Uh, but this year I'm like, you know, like, like this lake. I'm like, all right, I'm probably gonna fish here. I might end up doing this, so I might take a few extra things. But I really downsize, like, yeah. really what I'm gonna yeah. take. Like, how, how do you approach it? Uh, pretty much that way. I mean, I usually practice with a lot of rods, like maybe to even ten or twelve rods. But yeah, I mean, if I can take seven or so out on tournament day, like that's definitely what I want to do. Um, yeah. Sometimes, I mean, if you can get it the less, it's good. 
Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I have, I, you know, I take more than I probably should. You can definitely get by with taking, you know, four or five rods. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's all you ever end up using anyways. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one thing I find out. Like, I'm usually like, you know, if I'm going to fish the grass, I'm probably going to fish the grass all day. Like, I'm not really yeah. going to move from the grass. That's one of those, that's one of those things I feel like if I commit to it, mm-hmm. like, don't leave. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like, yeah. they're there. You just got to figure it out. And so it's like, you know, four, you know, four rods and I, I can get the job done. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why I need, you know, like I've gone up there with like 12 rods before and I'm like, what a, you know, it, 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 it's, oh, it's yeah. ridiculous sometimes. And then like, you know, and the same thing with my fish finder and everything else, it's like, I'm not even using this thing at this time. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it serves me no purpose. Uh, you know, like, is, is there a minimum that you think that you, that, that you have to have that makes you like, I guess like a comfort, like, like a comfort thing? Uh, yeah, I don't, you know, not, I don't know. I mean, like I said, if it is a tournament and I know I really am just going to frog and flip all day. Yeah. I mean, just like a pack of, you know, you know, a pack of creature baits and a couple of yeah. frogs or something, you know, which it's nice to do that. Cause like you can get the things faster. There's not as many things in the boat, like all that stuff. Right. Um, but at the same time, I don't like feeling not comfortable, I guess. So yeah. Right. Um, it's hard, especially the last year, you know, I took a lot last year. Uh, I've definitely been taking a lot more, a lot less this year. Um, I don't know. And like I said, this time of year, it's a little more simple down here. I mean, you, know, you have a wacky worm with some, you know, top water and something to sight fish with. It's pretty, you know, it can be pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, this year being like a, I feel like it's a makeup year for a lot of people because like I said, mm-hmm. like it, it was just crazy last year, like the, the, the traveling and like what, what also felt like for me at least is like how much effort did I really want to put into things? Cause there really wasn't any, um, guarantees for anything and, and, and yep. traveling with it. So it's like, you know, this year seems to be doing better for everyone. Like you're starting to see a lot more of those, uh, those, those, those names that are usually at the top. You're starting to see a lot more of them back in the top. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, what's different for you this year? Like, what do you want to do? Um, you know, as far as like, what, what does Cody want to do this year? I mean, it's, 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 it's <laughs> yeah. still, still yeah. a lot of season left. Um, I was really, I, I really just wanted to fish a lot more consistently this year. Um, you know, I feel like just kind of between maybe swinging too big at some events and, you know, malfunctions in between or whatnot. Like, uh, I don't know. It was just like as many terms as I won last year, it was without a doubt, like my worst year in a lot of good, I'm glad you said that because I, I didn't want to say yeah. that. It's, it's so weird when you're having a conversation with someone. I don't want to be like, dude, your year yeah. wasn't as good as the year before. And I bet that's, that's right. kind of what I saw like you, Matthew Scotch, uh, mm-hmm. some of the other guys just didn't have the same year you guys did before. Like, I mean, yeah. none, of you guys, none of you guys made it back to the 10. Like, the 10 mm-hmm. was like, there's only like three guys I knew who were in the 10 last yeah. year. I, so I, I, not to say those guys, no one, they all deserve to be there, but at the same time, it's mm-hmm. like what happened to those names, you know? And, and so it's good to see you guys back at it, but yeah, you're right. It's like, you know, like you guys are really starting to show up this year. Yeah. No. And I mean, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know. I felt pressed to kind of like almost try to win tournaments last year. I mean, I think Russ won like six, seven tournaments last year. And it was like, I don't know if you, if you didn't blow them out of the water, you know, it was like hard to even do all that well. So it was like, I don't know. It kind of, I don't know. It changed my philosophy in a lot of tournaments. Um, Probably especially some of those hobbies. Like I definitely like felt restricted in, you know, some of the fish I needed to target and had to target. Um, but no, yeah, this year, man, I've caught a lot of fish on a spinning reel already this year. And I don't know how many fish I caught on a spinning reel at all last year. So um, I've just been like really focused on catching a limit and kind of rolling from there. Yeah, that, that's so, really funny because that was like last year. I remember me and you having a conversation like early last year saying like catching the like catching winning fish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, what do you think now? Like, you know, like trying to do that. It's like, 
it's it's almost better it's like to like to get a limit and then try to improve the limit and then you know because like it's yeah I mean, yeah, I don't know what the right answer is. I haven't, I haven't won those big events, but like, what do you think now yeah. after like, you know, trying last year, like always trying to win the event instead of trying to, uh, I guess, be more consistent, I guess, is like the kind of, yeah. you know. Uh, man, it totally depends on the tournament for one, but there's some guys like, you. I mean, you mentioned Matthew Scotch. Like, I mean, I was right next to him when he won that tournament on the Trinity and like, you know, between what I was doing in the morning and what he was doing, I mean, he was just, like, trying to catch giants. And, you know, his first, like, two, three bites were five, six pounders, you know, and I was, like, flipping in two and a half pounders or whatever. And it was, like – and that's a philosophy he's always had. Like, you know, that first hour, he just wants to get one big one, whereas a lot of guys want to catch five of them and, you know, go from there. Um, right. And part of that's the individual. And, I mean, obviously part of that's even the event that you're at, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've always been a guy that does a lot better with having a limit and kind of just expanding from there. But not right. everyone's that way. Like some people are, you know, cool and calm enough that you know they can just kind of catch them throughout the day. Well, I guess it kind of depends on like what your goal is. You know what I mean? Because you look sure. at someone like, like like Derek Brundle, he's made it to every single big event for like the last. Well, mm-hmm. not every. Like, he doesn't do the, the the TOC or anything like that. But like he's made it back to the, to the ten. But he's never actually won. Yeah, an event, but he's consistent. And I guess it depends on what your goals are. It's like when you yeah. think of like a sport like this, it's like it's first, it's, it's first place is big. It's, it's as important as making it to a place where you can like really – it's weird, right? I mean, it's, it's – No, it's, yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, because, I mean, I was the same way. I mean, until – I mean, I think until last year, you know, I mean, I I don't think I had won a KBF even. You know, I mean, I know I had won some tournaments, maybe won the, you know, won the 10 or won some some other stuff. But, yeah, I just really finished really consistently. And, like, last year was the first year where it was, like, hero or zero, <laughs> you know. Right. Um, which is weird, you know. So, I don't know. I, I like being on the, you know, more of the Derek side of it, man. It, may, it definitely – I have a lot more respect, for I think, for guys like that in the long run. Yeah, but but I think it like because I, I, mean, I don't know what the ultimate goal is because you know I'm not there yeah. yet you know I'm, I'm not you know I still got a lot of th- progress I got to do but I don't know what, like you know I, I was actually talking to a, a boat angler on on the big side uh, he's an, he's an up and comer guy and I was trying to tell him like you know what's 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 more important like winning a tournament or being able to do this like consistently you know throughout the years I mean mm-hmm. win one here win one there make it to the big events and things like that like what's what's more important when you're thinking about like a sport like this because because like, you can win one tournament. Yeah, but but you but you you don't place in like the you know uh, a good spot the whatever you you know what I'm saying yeah it's like so so it's like what is really important and like you know Derek Brundle he's he's always at the top of things yeah. and you know and but it, like so what if you, like if you win a first place here but you don't you're not consistent throughout the rest of the year and you're, you're not up for angler you know you're runner for angler of the year mm-hmm. and you're not whatever like I mean like I mean like this is all this like to me this seems like a sports more of like a marathon. Than it yeah, is a sprint, I mean, you know I mean? All, like, yeah, always being in the mix is a big part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, cool, man. Like, so what's what, what boat are you officially? Are you still a new canoe guy? I'm still, yeah, I'm still fishing out of a new canoe, and like most all the motor tournaments, there might be a couple that I don't, um, yeah. but most all of them I'll use probably, probably either the Frontier or the Pursuit. So what do you do with the Hobie events? Like, are you are you playing around with the uh, the Hobies and stuff like that? Yeah, I have a, I actually have a PA twelve, like an old PA twelve. Your, first, your, your boat before you went new canoe. Yeah, yeah, it's actually it's an old, uh, or it's a yellow one I got from a um, from a buddy, but it actually already has like a motor guide XI three mount and stuff on it, so it's pretty okay. easy to just pull them from one to the other. No. Okay, yep. cool. So you're still you're still representing New Canoe. That's that's, that's yep. still a great like. I mean, I, I'll say I'm, I'm more of an old town guy, but like 
the, the new canoe as far as like the uh the ability to uh like customize it like that's like, the, like, oh, like yeah. you could do you could do whatever you want with a new canoe yeah do they track so much better with that xi3 than any of the other boats i've been into like because yeah. i love that motor guide i mean it's it's de it's decent on the hobie but it's not as it's nothing like the new canoe yeah. <laughs> as far as like how it tracks and stuff right well, just one thing about the motor, and then I, then I promise I'll let you go soon. Um, obviously, I got things. I got to get ready to go to a tournament tomorrow. But uh, okay. the motor, like, what has been like? You know, besides like point A to point B, like, what do you really care about the motor for? I know you do a lot of shallow fishing. I know you do yeah, a lot of power I fishing. Uh, so, like, like, I know, like, someone like Derek Brundle, the the motor god makes or the motor makes a lot of sense to me because he likes to go offshore. He likes to sit on yeah. those things and wear them out. Uh, I know you and a lot of those guys down there. You guys love to fish like skinny water. Mm -hmm. uh, and things like that like what, what has been like the benefit of having one of those and like, a lot of times you even take it out because like i said i know you know like, you guys are pretty simple i mean yeah no um yeah honestly probably just being able to use my eyes shallow and always stand up um right. i mean that's like that's probably the, one of the biggest things um it's like you know from about a month you know a month and a half ago till you know a little while from now like it's it's so beneficial sight fishing like you don't realize what you're missing sitting down all the time right well you know, like mm -hmm. one of the things i thought because you know i like the crankbait a lot um mm -hmm. but lots of i don't crankbait anymore because it's 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 hard to maintain position and so yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerk so like, the same way. yeah so like you like i i, I don't like I've been more, I'm doing more hobby events this year, so I, I kind of like mm -hmm. didn't get a motor this year. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I really wish I had the ability to sit and you know yeah. whether I found whether I found a current or whatever it is, I could sit there and really fish that that spot instead of especially this time of year. This time of year, the wind like we got like I said, we got more of those uh, natural lakes and deeper waters. Dude, when that wind blows, like you're moving, like it's mm -hmm. it's it's like being on a river <laughs> yeah. sometimes. And so it's like you know not being able to sit in that spot or constantly having to find my way back to that spot has been like a a real challenge, especially since I've, I've kind of moved offshore a little bit this year as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, man. I got we'll wrap this thing up, dude. Okay. Um, I gotta get ready for a tournament tomorrow. But uh, uh, what's what's new with you, or what, what's coming up? Uh, who do you want to thank? What's making fishing easier for you? You know, shit like that. Man, uh, Fish USA, Dakota Lithium, um, Catch Outdoors. Um, I mean, you know, they've been helping me a lot this year. I mean, you said you know, new canoe and uh, cash and rods. And uh, motor god, yeah. Everyone's uh, talking about cash and rods these days, man. Yeah, right. It's like the, those icons are like the new new talk. <laughs> yeah, I, I looked at a few of them. Like I was, because I was looking for a frog rod, like a Pacific frog rod, and I I, yeah. I almost pulled the trigger on one, man. Almost. Yeah, hey, John Cruz, like signature series, is pretty good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, cool, man. It was good to talk to you, Cody. Uh, it was good to catch up. We hadn't talked to you since you know, last season, sometime. But uh, good yeah. luck, man. I'm. I'll, I'll talk to you sometime later this year. But uh. Dude, keep getting after it, and uh, we'll talk again soon. All right, I appreciate it. Good luck to you tomorrow. Yeah, thanks, man.